Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Is it too late now to say sorry? Because I'm. It's still not too late to report as eligible. Welcome to a rigged edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host, Eagles fan, Daniel Hartigan. You know what? I'm just now living and breathing to watch the Cowboys and 49ers get eliminated from the playoffs. It's my sole purpose in life. Fatherhood be damned. Eagles fandom to be damned. I just need the Cowboys and Niners not to win the Super Bowl. Hey, it'd be great. That opens the door for the Lions. That would be a fun sure. champ. I, great. I just don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> I don't care I who don't it is. I don't think you're going to get what you want. I think you're going to have to just put all your faith in your son. Give me the Falcons. I don't give a fuck the who Falcons. it is. With up. us, as always, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, what was your New Year's resolution? I resolved to be more resigned to the fact that the Chiefs aren't winning the Super Bowl this year. Just more than I was a, a week ago. Now I'm just going to enjoy whatever the ride is. Just like any normal fan, you know? Just like all the rest of you out there. Yeah. Just like a Bucks fan. Like, oh, that's nice. We might host a playoff game. Hey, why not? You know, this is... It's... We don't have a new quarterback, but it kind of has that feeling of like, you know, you've got a new quarterback, you got a new team, anything's gravy. Us and the Texans, that's how I'm I'm treating it like we're basically the same. Okay. That's nice. Hey, uh Jamel is out. As, yeah, Jamel Johnson, as always. <laughs> He's been uh suspended for conduct detrimental to the league. Is that having diarrhea? Is that what that means? I think it's he's sick and he's not here. But hey, as always, we do have producer Kyle Ayers. We did it. I'm starting to think Jamel is like the Lindsey Buckingham bit during What's Up With That on mm-hmm. SNL, mm-hmm. where you're like, and there it is. Oh, no time to get him on. <laughs> yeah. But damn it, if he doesn't, when he's here, he he has his he A game. It. He brings it on the show. Everyone loves him. He brings a jersey of a guy that you haven't thought about in a decade. And he's he's got plenty more where that came from, but you might never get to see it because who knows? The thing is, though, we love Jamel, and that's why we're so mad because having him here is kind of the, the, the linchpin of this situation, and now we're caught with our pants down and three very unlikable white guys. Yeah, I know. And it's like I know all of our well, our two teams are still technically in the mix. His was eliminated a long time ago. Yeah. Maybe he's just out on the season. Usually this is when he gets back in. When we, the playoffs come around, he's like, now I can get actually invested a little bit. But I, he's yeah. Well, that was those were the Heineke years, and those are over. This they is are. the Wolfman, <laughs> and uh, he's not good. And we were really trying to gas him up, but that's we need that energy. We need uh, that yeah. like sad three and twelve energy that Jamel brings. And now, who are we going to make fun of? I think me. Sad well, ten and five energy. If you're willing, if you're willing <laughs> to take it. Uh, hey, let's talk about fantasy. 
Yeah. Uh, you're a champion. I'm a champion. Kyle, did you win a championship this season? I narrowly avoided coming in last place by winning a pointless 12th place versus 11th place game. All did, right, so here's our new Jamel. <laughs> did, did you set that lineup, or did it just kind of like you had guys who nah, I said injured? I okay. Oh, no. My lineup was injured all year. Stunk. Yeah, yeah. I. I had uh, I gave up the most points, which is a ridiculous thing that you can't control. But yeah. like by far, mm. that's a combination of luck and all the other teams being better than you. But I just like Justin Fields, it, you know what I mean, was my quarterback. Right. So the first half of the season didn't count. Eckler didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Kelsey wasn't around. Right. And you know that's on paper those guys. Feels like you got an all right little crux of a team, but it just didn't work out. That's how everybody feels about their fantasy team, though. You really like I can't. I was shuffling my team around all season, and I was hyper-confident the entire time. Every time I was like, oh, James Conner's the man. No, you know what? Uh, Travis Etienne, that's the guy. You know, I also it- just put too much stock in Brees Hall. I, I, the thing that I think is the problem is having a very good player on a bad team still yeah. has a ceiling. Yeah. Unless Brees yeah. Hall had his weird games where he had four carries for 98 and a touchdown. <laughs> Which he did the but last that's the problem. in I the playoffs. Had, just too many... Too many guys who were the good player on a bad team. Yep. I have to say thank you to the Chiefs. Uh, uh-huh. Pacheco and Butker, my two highest scoring players. This was yeah. what I saw. There were a lot of Chiefs in the final of mine, and none of them were Mahomes or Kelsey. Oh, God. I, I, I had Kelsey. But boy, I was Rice Mahomes. and Pacheco and Butker and the defense all in the finals. Yes. Yeah. I won my championship despite having Patrick Mahomes as my quarterback. The man scored 12 fantasy points in our scoring, which is uh, uh, pretty much standard. He sucked all season long, and despite his being bad, I never thought about benching him for anyone. Uh, I did one week with Josh Dobbs and paid for it. And Was so, it the first week after he was great three yes, weeks in a row? Yes, that's exactly yeah. that week, and that was one of my only three losses of the season. But Patrick Mahomes, I love you. I'll always love you. You got us to another AFC West championship despite how horrible our team is, but fuck you. For your fantasy performance, <laughs> he this also season. like every good passing game. He threw for no touchdowns. It was never there was about no that. bomb. Yeah. There were like re- like two bomb games. You know, like like in regular, you expect Mahomes two seventy five and three. Yeah, it was like three hundred and five and none, or one hundred and eighty and two. Well, I look. I got the re- I got the reverse thing where I have hurt as my quarterback. He was good. I think he was the number two quarterback overall in fantasy. Yeah, but I hate the team, the real team. So, yeah, I mean, wouldn't you rather have what you have? Well, I would love to discuss, I mean, because we are talking about fantasy, and we should talk about how great it is to be a champion and it how is. difficult nice. it is to collect the money when you're a champion. Impossible. But uh, I do want to just a quick assessment of how you feel about one of the worst losses of the season to the Arizona Cardinals, who had no reason to want to <laughs> win this game. To Jonathan Gannon. Yeah, I know. Were the Cardinals playing for Gannon? Were they like, we're going to do you up, coach? Even though all the reports are that he can't connect with players and he's uh-huh. a bizarre We all weirdo. saw it. We yeah, saw I the know. clips. They were weird. Uh, it was horrible. It was the worst loss that I can remember in a very long time. There was a, um, a back-to-back week where Jameis Winston put up, I think, six passing touchdowns mm-hmm. as a buck. And then the next week we played at the Saints and gave up I think 50 plus points in 2018. That was the last two game stretch where I in coming off a of Super Bowl year as well, that one we won. But God, man, it it was brutal. It was a worst case scenario. You think about Jonathan Gannon like, "Oh, he knows Jalen Hurts and how to stop that offense." They really didn't. What he really knew was the defensive personnel 
and how to expose them and take advantage of them, and he really did. By the way, the like, reason I won my fantasy championship was because I went out on a limb. I thought this was a little bit of a limb, at least. Sat Alvin Kamara and brought in James Conner, and the dude blew up. And and it even sh- on on uh, sleeper on the sleeper app it shows you you know it has the color coding of you know defenses you don't want to play against. Eagles were solid red. It was I know. you don't want to play against this run defense. Well, James Conner sliced and diced you guys. It felt like to this my whole surprise. season was like all of the trends that hold didn't hold at all. Like you don't want to play a running back in a game where a team's going to be losing and have to pass, and they're bad, and the other team's defense is good. Mm-hmm. Oh, James Conner. 100 yards, 40 catching, touchdown. And they were down 21-6 at half, so yeah. the game script called it for just, I he mean, shouldn't have Chiefs done that. The game was the same way with Pacheco, where you're like, oh, they should be passing. Well, Pacheco put up huge numbers. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of this year that just went like right against the grain, let alone the all no quarterbacks being in playing good. Also, we should, as as Chiefs fans, we should have been scoring touchdowns. Instead, Harrison Bucker kicks six field goals. 24 fantasy points. Yikes. Incredible. I mean, good for you. Good for everyone. We won the game, I oh. guess. I love beating the Bengals. That was nice. I don't feel confident about the team, but I loved that that we shut Jamar Chase up. Yeah, that's got to feel good. Uh, no, the Eagles thing was uh, rock bottom. Mm-hmm. You kind of felt it, even though they were up 21-6. Like, they weren't playing better than the Cardinals. They got like a gift defensive touchdown, which was actually backfired because the defense had been on the field all game. Right. And then you get a long Cardinals drive, and, but then you get a great touchdown, but then it's like, you guys got to go right you back out there. You make them all there. run 98 yes. yards and yeah. then get back on the field. That was the whole game. Like <laughs> they just went on like 15 play drives like six times. So you guys will be playing at the, at most likely playing at the NFC South winner. Most likely. So it's going to be at Saints or at Bucks, which, you know, if we if we lose either of those games, I don't know if I'm showing up. I might put, I, I might pull Jamal. <laughs> well, like, have I to can't talk lose it. to Baker Mayfield with this. Like, the offense is fine. I know as frustrating as the Eagles shit has been and A.J. Brown's pissed, they're playing just fine. The I numbers are he's fine. He's already pissed. He's already pissed. He, he, the coaches suck, and he knows that they suck. They're, they're, they're playing well despite the coaching, the offense only. The defense is one of the worst defenses I can remember. Well, trade him rooting to the Chiefs. for. Um, yeah, I don't. He might force his way out. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if Jalen hurt. I don't know if there's going to be a mutiny by the team. I don't know if the coaches are going to stick around. A lot goes into the next. Do few you weeks. think this is a time where having a quieter quarterback helps or hurts, hurts. when a team? That's fun to say. Yeah, I know. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it feels like. Because I do think there's something to Mahomes screaming at everyone. I'm waiting for it. Jalen did this weird thing at the end of the game where um, I I can't remember what the score was, but we were only up three, and they went on their long drive to score at the end of the game to win. And Hertz was up, raising the roof, pumping up the crowd, like very much against his personality. And I was texting about this to some of my other Eagles fans, like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> this is so against his character. I think he felt like, man, we really need one stop, and they didn't get it. Yeah, but you know when it feels fake. As a teammate, it was you know when he's, when he's being robotic about it. All right, so back to the fantasy thing, because yes. this is what you wanted to talk about. Um, the mistake that we both made in our leagues. Many leagues make it. And many leagues make it not getting people to pay up front. We have to. There's nothing worse than losing the money 
and having to pay it to somebody else after everything has ended. What if you could buy a lottery ticket tomorrow for today's numbers? Exactly. (laughs) I mean, and then the lottery's like, come on, just send us the money. The only time you want to give a hundred dollars is when there's hope in your life. You don't want to lose and then know that you still have to pay out of your account. So it's hard to track these people down. It's hard to get these people to pay, even though that is the cardinal rule of the fantasy universe is that you have to pay the money if you lose. Put up or shut up. And Kyle was saying you have a basketball league, I think. You can't enter the draft in that league until you pay. That has to just be the hard rule across all fantasy. The apps need to like consider this. Mm-hmm. And if your team's not paid out, you can't draft a team. But that the problem with that is half the people still won't, and then it fucks up the draft, and then now you're you have a four team league. Yeah. Like yeah. It's a it's a nightmare. It well, always has been. What is the consequence if you don't pay? You're like, well, I guess I'm out of the league next year. Who cares? That's like the worst it can be. And then it probably dissolves the league because they're all tenuous. They're all a house of cards. Yep. Uh, dependent on one or two people getting in at the last minute. You've been a commissioner. It's, I've it's been a fucking trash. commissioner, and I fucking hated it. <laughs> and so this year, I assigned the commissioner job. I was I was forced to step down in a scandalous situation involving Nick Turner, <laughs> and uh, and then he left the league. We brought in new people. The commissioner job was given to basically a figurehead who made everyone in the league commissioner. And so (laughs) absolving himself of any guilt or responsibility. And so now it's forced me to have to go as the champion with my cup in my hand and ask everybody (laughs) for fucking money like they don't owe me. Yeah, like you're bothering them or something for what you earned. Yeah, for and and I would have paid you if you had won, you dipshit. Oh my god, I got so many I got so many unanswered uh, Venmo requests right now. The the there was a year that I won the Survivor League, you know, where you pick the who's going to win each week and you can't yeah yeah, yeah. And then I won my basketball league, and it's all the same people. It's football, survival, and basketball. And I had to ask everyone, and I this is. The problem was I hadn't programmed like four of their numbers in my phone yet, and it's been like five years, so I don't know who's who. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was, like I was, like, I was yeah. like, I'm owed money by Dolov's friend whose number isn't in here, so I'm texting you with Dolov, and yeah. then I just started texting random two pairings to try and shame them in front of each other. Good. And that's the only thing that works. It Consistent is. Consistent shame. I was like, I'll put your name in my phone. If you pay me. Look, Brooks Whelan still owes me $100, and yeah. I want the public to know that this guy is a possible Welch. Because <laughs> that's the only way. It's, we, I got I to gotta make it public, or else I may never see that money. I had the thing where I joined a friend's family league. I paid the friend, because whoever their commissioner was, I don't know, paid the friend the, the league fee. At the end of the season, it comes out that he never paid his fee or mine mm. that I sent to the friend. So... The league commissioner's mad at me. I have to go to the buddy. It's just a. F- Let's can we not do it? No, we can do. it. We, we have to do it. Just do it right next yeah. season, and we like just have set to set the right. groundwork. Okay, so fantasy's over. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I don't know if you have weird leagues that go into week eighteen, but uh, you probably What's don't. Wrong with so you? anyhow. God, we, we did our fantasy football check-in, so let's talk about what we hated about watching football the week before. Danny. So this week, I hated, I actually, you alluded to it up top, but I hated everyone's bitching this week about the officiating problem oh boy. in the NFL. Like what? You mean, you're talking about the officiating problem that we had last year? Or, Every you know, year. the year before that? Or that problem that always has been there? Of course the refs suck. 
And we all know that, but I'm tired of hearing it because no one's actually going to do anything about it. It's never going to get solved. And I think the reason is because like, there's apparently only like three dozen guys and two chicks on the planet that can do this job. I don't know. The whole refing process is deliberately shrouded in mystery. Where do these people come from? There's no ref university. You can't major in refing at Colgate or something. There's no like refing program. Are there ref scouts? Do you start in high school and then a ref scout sees you and he's like, that was a good pass interference call. You've got the stuff, kid. That doesn't happen. How do you move up the ladder? And usually when one of these clowns retires, you find out that their main job wasn't even being a ref. It was like, you know, being a patent lawyer or something. And that's their main job. And this is something they do on the side. Here's my theory. I think this is just a group of friends who keeps booking each other. This is a comedy mm. thing, but it's like this one group of friends who's just like they only know these other people. And so the quality diminishes season after season because we're not bringing in actually qualified people. So my solution, I think we should have a refing competition show. Let's call it top ref for now. Just that's for football? Just, just for football. Okay, for, okay. That's It's top ref. And the nation votes on who's the best. They, you know, we, we set up like, we do like dummy games or, you know, X, you can use the XFL for this. But basically just have the nation watch these guys ref in a competition like they would, uh, you know, singing. You text blah, blah, blah to, to you know, you check text uh, Land Clark to 21608 or something to vote. And you find out who the fucking best is. And we hear these guys' stories and we watch mm -hmm. their journey. And then when a guy wins or a gal, they get into the league and we are emotionally invested at that point in this person. And so we don't hate them as much when they do fuck up. Because we're like, I voted for that guy. I love that guy. And at least we care a little bit more. Like, wouldn't you rather have a Kelly Clarkson than a Carl Jeffers <laughs> who you don't know? Follow the journey, and there's at least something, there's an investment to it. Do you think they all have the same backstory? Every it feels like, like So it. when you get into their home life, and they're like, so, you know, I always grew up on the street, and I never wanted to catch the game-winning pass. I wanted to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I don't think, I th this is kind of a, a playoff of Jim Gaffigan bit from a long time ago, but are there guys in the backyard being like, you know, and the crowd goes wild for that. Oh, no, wait, the ref just called it. It's incomplete. It's incomplete. <laughs> I think there has to be, There's right? There's probably, like, some of these people who want to do that job. The only ref pipeline that makes sense to me is, like, Ed Hockey Lee to Sean Hockey Lee. That's, and that's what Easy. I'm saying. I get that. It's Nepo baby shit. I, these people aren't qualified. Do you think on your ref show there's hookups? I mean, there's lady oh, refs, got, there's they, guy refs. Have like, them live in a house together. Why not? They have to live in a house Why together. Why not? Add a little element to it. <laughs> I do. That's what makes it more fun that there are female refs now. I mean, obviously it was a long time coming, but you know, now we we've got some real sex action that could possibly pop up. Not to say that the that there can't be gay refs and that they can't sleep with each other on national TV. That sure. would be just as exciting. It would be. But either way, scandal, sex, uh, and and pure competition. What's so you, better than that? You want to lift the shroud from the referee. You don't want them to be this mysterious. Unaccountable. Yeah, just kind of the same clean-shaven dude 40 times over, except for a couple ladies. Like weirdly built, but only in the <laughs> upper body. And that is their entire, that's all we know about them. Um, I love it. I think we should pitch this show. 
And top, top ref, iron ref. Even if you year. could get one ref into the league based off this show. Yes. You would still, that'd be the guy. Absolutely. That'd be the ref. Absolutely. You're following that ref. If he gets knocked over by a linebacker or something in the middle of a play, or so, you're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, I, yeah, it's, yeah. it's Jerry. Jerry, no. The only guy I like. Man. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I Well, look, what I hate about watching football is, Similar, it's the Lions-Cowboys ending. Yeah. Obviously. Um, has a lot to do with gambling as well. Did I, you I gamble had the, I had the Lions. Oh, yeah. So that is just a, ru- a carpet pull. Mm. But because you touched on the refs, I have that Cowboys Ring of Honor ceremony <laughs> that Jimmy Johnson, like, got inducted to the Cowboys, like, what is it called? Like, the Ring of Honor? Ring of Fame. Yeah, who cares? Why is that, like, nationally televised? Does any other team... Get that kind of fucking this. This isn't celebrated. Like we're not dropping a banner. We're not handing out rings. It's just a guy who coached for them 25 years ago, uh, buried his hatchet with the owner. Mm-hmm. And now we have to watch it. Like it was a huge Cowboys jerk fest. <laughs> all the Cowboys from all the decades are out on the field. And a- I- Aikman was calling the game too. And he was like, Oh, Jimmy Johnson. We had some ups and downs, but man, I love that guy. Yeah. And like, if it was a Fox NFL presentation, maybe because Jimmy Johnson does the Fox NFL show, mm-hmm. but this was Monday Night Football on Saturday, which <laughs> yeah, is also right. its own confusing, stupid thing that they do. So you were like celebrating a guy who works for another network. I just did not understand. I, I'm just like, can you imagine in the middle of a Jags game? But like <laughs> Sunday Night Football Jags game, Shad Khan's out there. You're celebrating... Um, Fred Taylor? Uh, Fred Taylor, for whatever reason. And we're going to give speeches and do the whole thing. It just, only the Cowboys have this kind of privilege. And it pissed me off. Yeah. I didn't want to watch that jerk fest. Well, it was just, a, I think you're right. I mean, of course, and Cowboys aren't America's team anymore. Let's face but it. But why do they get that shit? I, I agree with the, with, that part of it. I think that the specialness of it was the fact that Jerry Jones finally had to swallow his pride and say he was, he respected Jimmy Johnson for helping him win the only Super Bowls. That, I mean, I guess Switzer was part of it, but basically helping him win the Super Bowls that are the only reason why he's a big deal still. That's a good point. Because that really, like, they hated each other for a long time. He didn't want Jimmy around. He didn't like that. He was kind of washing his hands of that whole era and desperately trying to get another dynasty going, and it never happened. So he finally had to be like, all right, well, it doesn't look like there's a lot of hope uh, before I die, so I might as well just, you know, pretend like I was having the greatest time back in the mid-'90s and and give it up for Jimmy Johnson for giving me something. It's just like. Jimmy Johnson halftime performance is not in a regular season week <laughs> right. 17. It was beyond something I'd seen. And it's only the Cowboys that get to do that. Um, Kyle, did you watch that lions Cowboys ending the two point play? I saw, did, did you have, did you I watch saw the did, replay of it? Actually? Oh, you, you I missed watching, it all. Oh my God. No, I've been playing That's Baldur's so. gate three. <laughs> smart. Um, smart. I, I, I love um, the fallout is so funny. Dan Campbell seems to be the one coach that the refs can't just, and the NFL can't just have kind of be quiet. Like, it was shocking when Andy Reid got mad earlier this year. Mm-hmm. But Dan Campbell's, like, bringing out exactly what happened. 
and continuing to harp on it. He's not letting it go away. He feels slighted in a good way. Well, and that's the reason why he went for it for the third time, like seven yards out. I mean, after the first one doesn't have after you after you burn that first two point conversion play that you had in your pocket that was like, I'm going to end the game on this. You got to kick. We gave him two extra shots. He decided to take them, I think, because he was so pissed off. At I the also refs. think he that the, he, he is able to lean into the goodwill that all collectively all fans have for mm-hmm. the Lions, whereas if this was the Chiefs, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the 49ers, like a, a, a team that's really been behemothy recently, people wouldn't have this patience for the continued talk. Totally true. As we've seen. Yes. Yeah, I know. It's already <laughs> backlash. Uh, I do think that the Lions, though – it was actually good for this to happen to them because I think it gets the end-of-game debacle scenario kind of out of the way for the Lions At in what point preparation do we just uh, stop assuming idiots can do stuff? Is this <laughs> yeah. on Dan Campbell for thinking a bunch of idiots can tell three guys apart? I mean, the guy who they thought was... I mean, everybody who's listening to this podcast is dedicated enough to have probably read about this a hundred times, but the guy who they thought was supposed to be calling in as eligible was like in the middle of the formation, clearly not going out for a pass. But he had checked in as ineligible or as eligible multiple times throughout the game. Can't assume. You can't. You can't I, assume. The ref fucked up. The thing yeah, I got the most upset about like, from the whole thing was reading that Dan Campbell had to give them the play before the game to let them know it was going to happen. He did everything right. I know. Everybody. He did, but why did. would you have? It's insane that they're so dumb that you have to be like at some point in the game and then you draw in a stick on the sand for a referee to let them know what you're going to do <laughs> and then expect them to remember that when you're like the whole time the ref's just thinking about going on vacation in 6 hours. Honestly, with the with playoffs coming up, I think this is a wake up call wake up call for everyone. I think that the refs need to lay off. You I think, better you yeah. are going to get destroyed this is out setting there them up if you guys to fuck really up. call Jawan Taylor for some false starts. Uh, just leave everybody alone. None of it matters. None of it really affects what happened in the play. The pl- if you let an offensive lineman get open, that's on you. Yeah, I mean, they announced in the stadium 70 is eligible, so I understand why the defense didn't think they needed to cover 68. Eh. It's a bunch of bullshit. The way the telecast happened, too, is they converted. It looked like the Lions had won the game. They're showing the Cowboys bench. They are crushed. Uh, the fans are crushed. Jared Goff and Dan Campbell are celebrating. Then, so like... 45 seconds, which in real time is so long. Right, and that's enough time that if you're at a Cowboys like, game, you might get hit by a rogue cart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think Campbell got everything he wanted out of that, though. Despite, uh, I not mean, not winning, the one not seed. The win, not the one seed. <laughs> they could have had. Everything but, else, though, I think is good because he learned the lesson that you need to be even more, uh, you need to make treat the refs as though they're even dumber. And then... He also got his team fired up by being like, I believe in you. I don't care if we lose the game. We're fucking going for it. I'm an insane person. Yeah. I don't give a shit about shit. I am nuts. I will bite ankles. I am just like what I presented myself to be on day one. Go out there and kill somebody for me. I'm worried that the Lions' expectations have now overreached. I think that if they lose their first playoff game, it might be sort of chaos there. I would honestly... That's... 
That might hurt me more than the Chiefs at this point. <laughs> I feel like the Chiefs, they're not going to win the Super Bowl, so we might as well lose the wild card game and get a like a higher draft pick and you know all the stuff that we need. We can be on the front end of that run of nine wide receivers exactly. that always happens right before we pick 30th. That's all, or, or a lineman at this point. I mean, what the two things that we need, we need to get. So I don't even care. The Lions losing would genuinely bum me out. It would make me really, really sad. They, I'd love to see them get one win. One win. It's one not too win. much to ask. Yeah, that's it. That's because that's your team would be the next team they play. That's right. right. And I'm fine right. with that. I, I think well, that's that the Lions are probably going to lose. We, There's three teams I think would I'd, comfortably beat them in the playoffs. I'd worry about the Bucks if I were you, Dan. It's actually funny, but I I would worry about it. Oh, and yeah. I'm, Mike Evans for going for 180 and three touchdowns. He was on my easily fantasy see that happening. Helped me win it all. Um, yeah. Uh, let's move on. Uh, let's get into <laughs> this week's game. Uh, we're going to talk about... Something that actually matters in week 18. Mm-hmm. Um, Danny, frame this for us. Yeah, well, I think everybody feels like week 18 is a wash. There's not even fantasy finals because everybody's understood to, you know, that the, the whole thing is like some people are going to play their starters. Some people won't. Some people have nothing to play for. Who cares about anything? The Eagles, Sirianni has talked about possibly not playing their starters in the Giants game. It's like. Maybe what don't. world do you exist in? They need all the reps and practice we can possibly get. And that's the thing is you never know how the coach feels about it until the day of the game, until things yeah, start true. unfolding. True. Um, because we don't know if the Chiefs are going to play starters either. And that kind of gets into my feeling of what I think it matters, actually matters in week 18. And that is that we've never gone to a game together. Yeah. We have never, as a group, as a pod, and Jamel, obviously not here to to be part of this, but in spirit, we've never gone to a game in five years of this podcast. The three of us, I know you and, and Jamel go to basketball and soccer games <laughs> together all the time, like a couple of real cuddle buddies. Yep. But every attempt that I've made to get us together for an NFL contest in a real stadium, I get ghosted. I get totally ghosted. I get, you know, oh, yeah, we should talk about that. And then it's like, the game's in four days. What are we going to do? Well, guess what? And I wish I could say this to Jamel's face, but he's going to have to watch the podcast. Yeah. We have the opportunity of a lifetime coming up, and that is Chiefs Chargers. 125 Eastern time. Beautiful day projected out here in SoFi in the L.A. proper area. Chiefs locked into the three seed. Maybe play their starters a quarter, I feel like, for at most. Get that record for Travis Kelsey. Maybe get Rasheed over the line for 1,000 yards. Whatever you got to do. But we're locked in, so then, you know, it's kind of a dumb game for us. Easton Stick, that's who we're playing against. Easton and Giff Smith, that's what we're up against. They just lost. They put up six points on the shitty Broncos defense. Absolutely nothing on the line. Tickets are 40 bucks and dropping. Yeah. We could sit in the nosebleeds, grab a couple of Pacificos, maybe some Beyond Nuggets. (laughs) We could see Taylor. Taylor could be there. I mean, that, more than likely. That's a decent possibility. I no excuses. There are no excuses. In or out. This is what the fans have been waiting for. Jamel better get a cork up his ass and mm-hmm. get some Maylocks and let's get to this stadium because it's it might be our only chance. And we can make a classic stadium experience video that you know we're giving live check-ins. Uh, I do think it kind of speaks to the heart of the show. That this is a, a insanely meaningless game. Yes, it's Easton Stick versus who's your backup? We've got uh, shit. I can't. Uh, yeah, it's 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 oh Blaine, Blaine Gabbert because it's M-I-Z, not Chad baby. Henney. It's the other Chad Henney. It's Blaine Gabbert. 
I, I mean, we could Matt, probably get on thought, the field for two hundred dollars. I always thought Matt Moore. <laughs> yeah. Matt Moore is comfortably the other Chad Henney. I love These are Matt the same Moore. Person. Matt Moore and Chad Henney have both stepped up. I pray their to names God. are like the same spelling. Right. Matt Moore, Chad Henney, like yeah, it's the same just, consonant it's, areas. They're uh, the acronyms of each other. No. Um, so, the, so the Chiefs are locked into the three. Right. Yes. That that cannot Nothing change. Nothing bad can happen. They can't go to the two if uh, nope. No, the because Bills the Bills, Bills could jump. The Bills would jump. Yeah. Holy shit. The Bills are us. in this interesting opportunity where if they win, they're the two seed. And if they lo- they lose, there's about a 75% chance they're not they in the playoffs. They don't even make it. They will win. I, I'm, I think they're going to beat Miami by 1,000. Yeah. How about, uh, okay, so they the Chiefs beat the Jags. Did the Chiefs play the Texans or Steelers? No. It's Dan, this is settled. It's we're settled. It's, okay, it's locked. We are locked in the, the three seed. Well, I'm looking at these conference records and stuff, and I'm like, why wouldn't, uh, you know, the Texans or Steelers jump them if they win their division. Because they, they would, would have the they, same record. They would, have, but they would have the same record as common opponent te- is yeah. above and the conference record for right. The, Chiefs the conference. Yeah. That's the thing. Is like this is happening. Okay, so it's it's locked in. There's, and and the Chargers have even less to play for. Of course, they already had their new coach bump, whatever it was. They don't want to play Eckler probably that much because he's always getting hurt. And he has incentives. And he has well, so, yeah. So, so if you I don't mean, play him, you don't got to pay him a couple extra exactly. mil for for rushing for a hundred yards. Exactly. <laughs> like, and you're getting rid of him anyway, so you don't need the goodwill from him. No. And Keenan Allen hates the team now. He doesn't want to play. He might be a Chief next season. It just feels like Do you want that old injured. I don't guy. Somebody, dude. Have you seen? <laughs> MVS dropped a fucking another one and then blamed Pat. Uh, he only dropped two last week. That's yeah. true. All right, we'll give him that. I thought Rice is a budding superstar. He's is he great. the worst thing he's, ever? Or is he, he good? No, he's a two. We need right, a one. A two. Okay. Or a co one. Either way, this game is just about lounging back with the boys. Fucking, around. I don't even care if I see the game. Real, I don't even. I we could be as far away as physically possible. We could be in the Jordan loves mom <laughs> section of whatever of SoFi and watch from there. It's about boys having a good time, and I think a good time is there to be had for cheap. I mean, it's a compelling argument. I if don't you see wait it. until morning of, eight a.m. morning of. That's some lower levels for sixty bucks. Yeah, each. I think they might just like have a turnstile and it just you just go in. They do. I don't even think yeah. if you just show yeah. up, they might just let you in the game. I, they'll, we could bring. <laughs> we could probably bring like vape pens yeah. and knives. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. So, so the hard part for me no. hearing this pitch. No, no, I, I, I'd like this. I hope we can attend. But the That's thing that no. matters for me in week eighteen, for the last time this season, is the red zone channel. This, I love the last week of the season schedule because there's not a Monday game. There's not all this bullshit. All the games are scheduled like Sunday morning and Sunday afternoon. There's no important games. I agree. The consolidation games. of the schedule is nice. What I'm saying is it reminds me of when, you know, when we were growing up watching football in the 90s and early 2000s. It was just more like this. There's no Thursday shit. There's one Monday night game and then a ton of games during the day. The There's Saturday, only two nationally there televised are Saturday, games. Two Saturday games. There are two Saturday games. Those are both like they actually have implications. The Monday game has implications. It's important the NFL has games on Saturday because they know a good portion of their fan base is on house arrest on January sixth. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So they they make sure to get those viewers. All right. So there's no Sunday game, right? It's a, or no Monday game. There's no a Monday Sunday game. night, but the Sunday night game is a standalone. It has the it, most implications. It's Bills it, Dolphins. Yes. So everything else is just like they're like. Two games in the chunk during the day that actually matter. One of them is kind of yours, but judging does, by no, how mine you, doesn't matter. Good, mine doesn't matter because whatsoever. It does, I was going to agree no, with. I'm you. not worried about that game because the 
Cowboys are playing the Commanders. You guys are stuck in the fist. The You're Cowboys lost that game last season right. in the same let's, spot let's, when they needed it. Let's not go Dan Campbell crazy. <laughs> I'm saying the, the Cowboys on the road, uh, liability. We've seen it over and over again. I, your anti-Cowboys bias, respectable as it's been all season, is not... It's going. It's jumping the shark right now. And then Rams Niners like sort of mattered. I think the Rams are now locked in for the playoffs. So we'll it doesn't watch matter it on anymore. the. We'll watch it in the screen in the stadium. What I'm saying is, the afternoon on Red Zone usually it's like just flipping between two games, and you're like, this is kind of boring. They're showing highlights the whole time. This <laughs> is the one week where it's like you're gonna get the seven hours of total football action when throughout. It, when it doesn't matter because there's no fantasy it anymore. It matters less. All right, well, it matters know, much less. I bet security at SoFi would let you wheel in an entire big screen TV <laughs> and and couch to sit on. And I feel like if you just connect to the other Wi-Fi network, you can change what the halo is showing yeah. up top. <laughs> yeah. And just go to nflbite.com slash red dash zone. Yeah, I mean, they'll probably let us play Madden in there. We can just use the, the Jumbotron to play Madden. You're probably right. Uh, Kyle, I'm just going to put you on the spot. Is there anything yeah. in Week 18 that matters to you on the schedule the or thing otherwise? I think matters in Week 18. This is the refs last week to get stuff on tape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. For, for, the, the, the refs are a little like Andy Reid where you feel like they're holding some stuff in the holster till late in the year, and then they release the we don't know what numbers are yeah. in Week 17. This is the last week where something incredibly asinine will happen that probably doesn't cost a team their season. Oh, yeah. This is the bit. Get it all out. Get it I, out. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, because Egregious. once we get into the playoffs, we're talking Saints, Rams, pass interference calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, incredible didn't stuff. didn't catch it. Yep. Incredible stuff. Like, for, it, this is the last week where the ref will do something so stupid, but we won't learn their name. <laughs> right. But, yeah, like, they after, won't get this, death after this week, yeah. you start to be like, I know who Angel Hernandez is. Right. Like, it really starts to settle in, and it starts to become a bigger deal. So, they got to get it all on tape this week. Do you th- Oh, I want to see all the roughing the passer penalties. Right, this week. Yes. get them out. The I whole s- scope of roughing the passer, get whether it's uh, touching you- Tom Brady's helmet uh-huh. or choke slamming Josh Allen and then calling a penalty on Josh Allen. Do the offensive offsides now. Get it out of the way. Let's everybody just kind of settle into that because otherwise, it's you can't. When there are stakes, like I and they do a decent job, I think, of relaxing things a little bit for the playoffs because they know people will ring their necks. But no it, player likes this volume of calls. No human. No, I mean, but no, no human pl- being. And even players don't even, I think, love when they benefit them. They feel guilty. I, I mean, that. Um, or they're just like, I like the competitive name. Like Travis Kelsey admits, he's like, yeah, there's like interference either on me or the guy guarding me half of plays. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, we just both hope we don't get caught. And then when we get caught, we're like, yep, they gotcha. Yeah. There's only one time when it's ever really made sense to do, and that was at the end of the last Super Bowl. That was a good time to call God. a defensive holding. But that is, this is the robbed is, the fans it, of a Jalen Hurts drive. It does feel like the whole season has the the Chiefs wide receiver situation has felt like the ref situation where you're like they got to really clean it up and you feel like they probably should. It just has felt especially egregious this year. This is their last week. This is what we're looking forward to. What insane new rule am I going to learn? Mm-hmm. Because they didn't know. Oh yeah. I mean, we really, there's there's so little at real it, estate left for this. At its base, it's a bunch of 70-year-olds eyeballing something 40 yards away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is absurd. We should have them do the fucking, the, the My Cousin Vinny eye test. I, 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 I mean, I, not to harp on them, like, it's just, it has become, it's been worse this year than I've ever remembered as far as being a narrative. We, we need them to ref a good enough 
streak of like a month so we can be like, hey, why do you guys still spot the ball? Yeah, right. Because yes. that's the most insane thing of all time. There's a chip in the ball. Look, w- the refing is the only job I feel like we should just hand over to AI completely. I think if the ref stopped spotting the ball and they let the, you know, the laser beam inside of it tell you how far it got, the Eagles will get five yards per push. Because I think uh, anytime they get don't get the benefit of the doubt, the refs are like, well, they can't get three yards again. Well, then we should ban it. <laughs> I think uh, we need the refs to put enough good refing on tape so we can bring up stop. I don't think you can eyeball a quarterback sneak from the sideline. Well, can we at least um, dismiss the rigged allegations that always pops up every now and then? Like, I agree that the refing is worse than I've ever been able to imagine. There's no way they're rigging it. These people are stupid. It's exactly the same thing when it it comes to elections where they're like, that stupid person that I think is the dumbest person in the world rigged an election. You're like, well, how dumb are you? And there's not enough, (laughs) there's not enough like smart people in the world to create a secret cabal. When it comes to any conspiracy theory, how many people would have to stay quiet? And this one with the referees, they're all idiots and too many of them would. You just have to bake in human stupidity into every... Every conspiracy theory, every thought that you have, really. Just like a just conspiracy theory, some something like the Kennedy assassination, where you're like, well, we don't know everything about. There's like eight smart people had to stay quiet for that. <laughs> yeah. But when it comes to like landing on the moon, you're like 4,000 people. Well, and back people, then. The stupid people can't keep quiet. They would be blabbing it all up. And back when Kennedy got shot, there was like one dude with a grainy camera. Now everybody's got <laughs> yeah. every way of filming everything. You know what's crazy is from that grainy camera, we know the trajectory of the bullet, but we still can't figure out where to spot a ball. (laughs) (laughs) All right, robots. In tennis, tennis, they show me where the ball hit an hour ago. See, the robots, I think, can be gotten to, Danny. Then I will start to believe some of the rigs. Oh, so you're you're one of those people that think the Dominion got it. Let the Fox dance in the commercial (laughs) robot run it all. Jared Kushner has invested in the refereeing (laughs) in Pennsylvania and Ohio. Oh I trust God. I trust robots more than humans at this point, I think. <laughs> That's where we're at with this NFL season. We trust robots more than humans. Okay, let's get into the final, final full slate of the week. We've made it. I think it's I was week. horrible last week. I don't know. Uh, no, no, you were, you were not. You were 12 and 4, Kyle. Yeah. Oh, okay. You won the week alongside myself. Not that it matters, mm-hmm. but we both went 12 and 4. Jamel went ten and six. Danny went nine and seven. I don't understand this math because Kyle was one fifty and eighty three, and I was one fifty five and eighty eight. But now he's within two games of me. Yeah, I've where, got, where got are we talking more about? wins? Yeah, you got three oh, more three? wins. I thought I all right. You got twelve and four. All right, then now I understand the math. Yeah, so uh, the the grand totals are Danny's only up two games, one sixty four and ninety five on the season. Kyle is at one sixty two and ninety seven. So this is a big week of picks. We're including the playoffs, right? Yeah. This is not. We don't end at week eighteen. We include all the way through the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, Jamel is at one fifty three and one hundred six, and I'm at one forty six and one thirteen. This is a huge week, definitely for the top spot because the playoffs are so much more predictable. I feel like in the first couple, and there's so fewer games, so this completely bonkers week. There's really no sense. One point seven total weeks left. Right. Of, like, slates of games. Yeah, and this week is completely unpredictable, and everybody's going to be all over the place doing whatever, so let's go. Let's yeah, make a- it really important. <laughs> week 18, Saturday, 1.15 p.m. Pacific time. Steelers at Ravens. The Steelers must win to keep their playoff hopes alive. They've already kept their over 500 hopes alive for mm-hmm. the Mike Tomlin resume, 
And then the Ravens are just the best team in the world, the one seed. Danny, do you fear them? Yeah, I mean, they are the best team right now, and I, I fear every team against the Chiefs at the moment. I mean, maybe I actually feel like the Dolphins are the best matchup we could have, and that's the most likely one because the Dolphins are banged up right now and they don't have a very good defense, and we uh, have a good defense. against Whatever. Steelers, I think, are going to win because oh. the Ravens are not going to play all of their starters the entire game. And the Steelers need this more. The Ravens are locked into the one. This seems like a no-brainer. But when you have your divisional opponent come into your house, I actually think Lamar can, don't you say to play. fuck them. I think Lamar's going to try and play at least a quarter or a half. Yeah, a quarter. Which is stupid for the Ravens. But it is. I think that was he talked about a couple of years ago how rusty they felt going in when they took a week off. Play a little bit, but if there's if there's any chance of this guy juking somebody and tearing his ACL, like even if it looks like for a moment. He's, you know, if he's down for like a little too long, he's out of this game. If they play him and run a single play in TJ Watt's direction, that's going to feel like irresponsible coaching. That's a good yeah. point. I mean, they should learn the lesson themselves from their game last week. Bradley Chubb tore his ACL yep. late into the fourth quarter, should have been out of that game. And, yeah. and, and OBJ is injury prone. And, you know, you've got not I mean, they a lot. should learn from all of the rest of Lamar's career. They yeah. should have beat the Bengals last year if they didn't have Pro Bowl quarterback Tyler Huntley starting, and instead <laughs> they had MVP quarterback Lamar Jackson yeah. starting. Yeah, that's a good point. And the Steelers want it, and the Steelers have a good enough team to win it. And I feel like the these div divisional opponents are kind of iffy with each other, and... I don't know. Mason Rudolph kind of looks good for being a racist. He kind of looks good. He does look good. I'm going with the Ravens, and I just want to say this. I wrote this note. I think the Ravens deserve to win the Super Bowl. Great. Yeah. <laughs> no, every team in the league could have made an offer to get Lamar Jackson this offseason, and nobody did. I agree with no, that. Did how you hear stupid Bill Belichick this, talking this, around it? What they are they asked doing? asked him if they'd made an offer. They were like, because he loves Lamar Jackson. Right, Jackson. he wanted to and, draft And they were him. just like, well, uh, the numbers were thrown. and go. It's like, dude, you're the person who do it. Yeah. Yeah, you just didn't do it. Nobody did it. The Falcons, like... They, that's a playoff team if they have Lamar Jackson. The dude, Patriots? The, the Every, Falcons could have had him. could have been a The Falcons are like an 11 win yeah. running away with that crap yeah. position with him. I think the Steelers are going to win. Okay. But, Steelers. Uh, th that's because the Steelers just kind of do that to their division. Like, they just... The Steelers will go four and two or three and three in that division every year. Yeah, this is a pride thing. I think they gotta they they gotta win this one. Okay, it, I don't think they'll get into the playoffs, but I think they'll. they'll Plus, win this I mean, one. Rudolph's been all right. They got a lot of good parts, and uh, it is crazy. If the it's crazy because if the Ravens bench three running backs, their fourth running back won a bunch of people their fantasy leagues last week. Hell yeah, right? <laughs> like it's absurd. Uh, their backups are all very good. I've been talking about the Ravens all year. I remember early weeks when it was like, uh, they're not, they're, and they still might blow it in their first game. But that's how I feel. Good. I would. Uh, the, the only reason I'm not afraid of them is because of their playoff history. Not good. They've lost some stupid games this season as well. So yeah, but they, they have also some beat late. good teams by 50 yeah. a lot. Yeah, Mark my words. <clears throat> if it's them and the Browns, I don't care where they play. That, that's going to be a tough game for the, the Browns. The Ravens just beat them yeah. right, like a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I, th I don't even think they had Flacco yet. And and you want to talk about a team who would be more fun than the Ravens to deserve to win the Super Bowl? Give me the Cleveland Browns. How can we oh co-sign the leadership yes. of the Cleveland Browns? We're not, Their fans deserve it. But, that organization doesn't deserve a goddamn thing. What's more perfect than Deshaun Watson on the bench getting and Joe Flacco? I think Flacco. If, if Joe Flacco wins Super Bowl MVP and takes the trophy to Baltimore and gives it to them, <laughs> yeah, it, it's a real win-win. It yeah, ruins that's, Watson's that's life. He gets full. It doesn't ruin his life. He has a guaranteed contract. He becomes Carson Wentz. Oh, my God. He's already Texans at Colts Saturday night.
This is also a playoff implication AFC. Is this South. the winner wins the division yep. or is this? No, it, well, no. the winner could win the division if, if the Jags, the Jags lose, lose. But the winner of this game is in the playoffs. Yes. If the, and this is also, well, the Jags game is the other one that has Bills implications, correct? Yes. Because the Jags win and then that puts two AFC South teams in and bumps the Bills out. Yes. If, yeah, if so the, the Jags win, oh, then the crazy. Bills could lose. Is Stroud healthy, healthy? Uh, he played well enough last week. Beat the Titans for what that's worth. I think any division win counts as legitimate, honestly, except maybe against like a team like the Chargers now. But like the tight, the, it's always close in those divisions. All these division games are crazy all the time. I don't like that it's in Indy. I got to be honest. I, the Colts always snake their way into the playoffs. They're always finding a way the with Colts, whatever crap team they've got. They have some good wins this season too. Yeah, they I beat just, the Baltimore Ravens on the road. Would they be the playoff team with the worst best player? Is that Gardner yes. Minshew? Uh, I kind of like Pittman as their best player, or Taylor. I mean, they got right, players. But, I mean, maybe Taylor is like one of the three or four best running backs in the playoffs. They got DeForest yeah. Buckner, too. They got, like, the defense isn't garbage. I don't know what to make of it. I thought that they would lose to the Raiders, and since they didn't, I feel like there's something about them that I can't get around. So give me the Colts. I'm going to go Texans. Just for, okay, so Danny's got the Colts. Oh, Jamel, by the way, put all of his picks in. So he right. has the Ravens in the last game. He picked the Texans here. Kyle's picking the Texans as well. I just like them. I've been riding like the Colts all season. I'm going with the Colts Real as fucking well. horse yeah. matchup here. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, It's. I mean, it technically is. the Texans ride the Colts. Mm-hmm. Except their mascot. Isn't the Texans mascot a horse? I thought it was a guy on a horse. Do they have a You're thinking it's of a the bull. Chiefs mascot. It's a fucking, isn't it a bull? Maybe it's a bull. Either way. Like, and how is that Texan? Stupid mascot. How, Texan, you mean, how is Texan? Uh, it's like Bevo at the University of Texas. A Texan is a person. Yes. I mean, do you call the fucking the, have the jackrabbits that live in Amarillo well, why, Texans? Well, why is there a dog associated with the Browns? I don't fucking know. Because right. of that leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So let's get into this Sunday slate that really doesn't matter, as Danny pointed out, until the night game. Um, Sunday morning, Bucks at Panthers. Bucks. I actually Bucks. think this one... No. Do the Bucks need to win? I think they do. Yeah, yeah. they do. To okay, so this matters. They w- their shit matters. They win and they win the South. Yeah, and then they go up against your Eagles. So that's Bucks. Yeah. Easy. Get a home playoff game. Yeah, that's Bucks that across boat. the board. Yeah, I'm actually rooting against the Bucks in this because I would like the Saints to come in. I got a couple of Saints fans friend, uh, Saints fan friends who are coming with me to Vegas. Derek Carr does not belong in the playoffs. That's why I want to bet against him. Hey, they made the playoffs <laughs> that one year he broke his leg. Uh, he gets around, yeah. He would know he was in there against the Bengals and had a decent showing. Oh, yeah. At, After the fake non tie game. Yeah. I wish he had won that game. Could have changed. We could have had a third Super Bowl, Kyle. Mm. Uh, Browns at Bengals. Do the Bengals still have a chance? Nope. Oh, they're eliminated. Okay. Yeah. You eliminated them. We sure did. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to play Burrow. See ya. Now since two they can put two their years in a row. Time. Two years. It feels <laughs> so good with the amount of bullshit coming out of those guys' mouths. Hey, they beat us in the regular season. Yeah, they did uh, that once. Uh, the Browns. I also believe in the Browns. The Browns they don't have like this his- game though, right? They're locked into the five. Um, There's going to be a lot of this during the picks. Is that what's going on? Yeah, let's say it is. I um, believe they are locked. In. They, yeah, the, what if they might not play Flacco then. That's, <laughs> that's hilarious. hilarious. It's so funny. Because so he's tired. You're right. I actually give me the Bengals. No, yeah. I'm still going to take yeah, the, give me Browns. the Browns. Because they'll still play their defense and harass. You want to talk Jake about Brown. jumping a turnstile? It's going to be Miles Garrett lined up on Orlando Brown Jr. in this game. <sighs> so good, so good. We did it to the fucking Carl Loftus Brown, just Bengals destroyed offense. him. Yeah, I I think I'm going to pick the Bengals just yeah, because. Do it. do it. 
I think we just all <laughs> so Flacco I mean, resting. No, yeah, they, yeah. they're not going to play their yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, Honestly, yeah. you're mathematically eliminated, so it doesn't yeah, even matter. I, what I am not. I don't think I can. If I went sixteen and zero, Danny, and you went oh, you need a lot of forty burgers. I think I'd be yeah. right there. Yeah, you might as well call this a Bengals forty burger. Uh, no, Vikings at Lions. Again, not important to either team. No, it's not. The Vikings. <laughs> the Vikings are still mathematically. Uh, could make the playoffs, right, but they're still so. mathematically starting Jaron Hall, right? Will you so, think? Uh, like do you think Dan Campbell will let players rest, like at all? Do you think he lets them go to bed? Like I, not after that game. This, this does uh, shit doesn't matter for. Yeah, you're right. Give me the, the Lions. The Lions are locked I'll into still that take three the seed. Yeah, they'll find a way. They love they love winning at home. But why do they need this game? Why does why do the Vikings need it? Because why they did, can still make the playoffs, but they won't. They know it, and we know it. Yeah, but some of these teams who need it still have to lose. Look, pick the Vikings. Dude. I am picking the Vikings. Right, what the Lions have no reason to compete in this game. Doesn't mean they won't. They're going to try and confuse refs. Teddy Bridgewater. I just don't think Dan Campbell's going to like let... He's just going to be in a bad mood and make guys play. Yeah. Maybe to the detriment of his team, this might be the other end of like what his personality can You're do right. but I, I think i don't think he i don't think he's in the rest mindset i think one of his two running backs gets hurt in this game honestly. dan campbell looks like so the adult liney. version of that kid in the meme in the classroom clenching his head so hard you see his forehead vein <laughs> yeah uh jets at patriots now here's the implications we've been looking for i you know what <laughs> who's playing for their coach still jets at patriots it's the september patriots. 11th yeah. tagline it's not the jets yeah it is <laughs> yeah the Jets, I thought, I wish were we playing. Scrambled the Jets. I thought on Thursday night or whenever the uh, Jets Browns game was, I thought the Jets came out and they're like, "This whole staff is coming back. They're going to run it back next year." I thought they were going to come out and like play hard, and they just got fucking smashed and by the Browns. Meanwhile, the Pats almost. I know. Like they kept it close against the Bills. They kept it close against us. Honestly, they're not garbage. I'm gonna pick the Patriots. I also pick yeah. The I'm picking the Pats there as well. J- Jamel has the Jets for some reason. Weird. Yeah. Let him have them. Uh, Falcons at Saints. This is the one in the NFC South that this is the one that really really matters. These are just two boo teams. So wait, if if the Bucks win, whoever wins this game does not matter, right? They're out. That's correct. Okay. So and the Bucks <laughs> are playing early. And this game is what, 125 or is it the same time? Oh boy. Let's take a look. This is same time. This is still more. All right, so as well. yeah, because they so don't they want have... anybody to give up on their season. Yep. Give me the Saints. They're playing at home. They always kind of beat the Falcons, and the Falcons quarterbacking situation is yucky duck. Yeah, it is. Is it Heineke? It is. Yeah. Yes. All right. So yeah. Still Jamal has the Falcons there for whatever reason. He's weird. Kyle, who you got? Saints. Saints. Across the board, except for Jamel. Okay, Jags at Titans. Another one where I'm wondering if Jamel's uh, ass sickness has spread to his brain. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Because this is going to be Tannehill. Levis got hurt. Yeah. Tannehill and the Jags need this game. But the Jags, I can totally see them just shitting all over themselves. If it was C.J. Beathard, I'd say yes. But I think... think I think Lawrence is going to have to pull himself out of, you know, bed for this one and and give the old college try. Will this be the most disappointing doesn't win the division team? Yes. In the league if this team doesn't win the oh, division. Oh yeah, if the Titans win this game. The, remember oh, when yeah. the Jags were almost the one, they were the one seed for an hour 4 weeks yeah, they're ago. Yeah, like 7 and 2. People thought they were good and turns out they're, you know, 10 and 7, 9 and 8 and But you're still picking them. I'm still picking them. They I have am, to win this too. game and the Titans don't have to I don't lose think it. the Titans like. I'm going with work. the shocker of the day. Titans. 
just for some reason, stupidly win that game. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seahawks at Cardinals this is an afternoon game. Little bird off. <sighs> I just had one. Didn't, I think didn't enjoy it. I think this is a situation the the Hawks win and you're not in, but with a Packers loss, you're in. So the Seahawks are like second in line. Right. They're the, they're the Prince Harry of potentially getting into the playoffs. <laughs> they have something to play for. The Cardinals, on the other end, they know they've got a coach who can spur them to beautiful victories, and they don't need this game, and they would rather not have it for draft positioning. So give me the Hawks. I also think the Seahawks win just because I, when a team like the Cardinals wins a the game they won last week, that's always one off. Yeah, they just you rarely see a team like do that twice in a row who's not good. I wouldn't even start James Conner in this. He's too valuable for your future. <laughs> he's going to be forty four next year. Yeah, I think. he is. I can't. He's going to be on my fantasy team. Oh God, this is strangely a difficult game to pick. Because you have such respect for the Cardinals no, now? No, fuck them. <laughs> Give me the Seahawks. Uh, Bears at Packers. See, this is the type of thing where the Bears. Bears. Yeah, the Bears can just end think, their Packers I think season. Just, I think Justin Fields goes to Lambeau, wins, and they still pick someone, Caleb <laughs> Williams, first overall. I just, it feels like a very Chicago thing to happen. It feels like a Chicago thing to become this myth your team gets rid of. I wanted to pick the Bears and be going up against you for this. I've pick. been picking the Bears for like a month and a half. I know, and, and, and it's worked, but I... I've also been picking the Bears lately. It just, and I, I want to pick them now, but I just feel like I I need to be on the other side of you on enough stuff. They to, already have secured the number the one. Lead. Bears have the number one overall pick. Yeah, they but don't they don't want to lose. They, but they don't want, like, they could get from the 11th pick that they have now to, like, the 9th or something. You like, get to eliminate important. the Packers from the yeah, postseason. I mean, Remember the Lions game I, last year? Remember the Lions-Packers game? I believe the person playing for the most this week is the Bears quarterback on any team aside from the Bills. I, I, think, d- it is, I, think, I think it is Justin Fields. I think Fields is coming back. I think they're going to get a bonanza for that number one overall pick and still get one of the best players in the draft. I think they're set. The Packers, the, the the problem is there's always something crazy that happens. I remember there was a year with Herm Edwards where the Chiefs were like sixth in line to get the wild card and everybody lost. And we kicked a field goal to beat the Jaguars yeah. to make like the last seed in the playoffs. And it's just like that kind of shit happens every year somehow. And this is where I was going to sneak that in, but I think I'll have to go pack. I, I think, think it's the Seahawks that are going to be that team. That it might be. It might be. But I'm picking the pack. Anyway. I'm going Bears Burger. I don't like sure. this. Uh, Have the Bears had a burger sure. month? They they, uh, they burned right. the Commanders. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, yeah wow. that was good. That's more of a um, smash burger. I also think Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Jordan Love is good. Yeah, um, yeah he he's did pretty look good. Really good. So, Fields just has the exact play style to win a game alone. I know, and it's just like and and, and all you need are, is one great receiver, which he has, and the lights are on for Love, and that can't be good. No, it can't be good for him. It just feels like the very Chicago shit to then get rid of your quarterback who knocked the Packers out of the playoffs in their own field. I know, but then you also you could turn around and see the Packers winning by twenty points. I don't know. Give me the Packers still. I don't like uh, Chiefs at Chargers, a game we might be attending. <laughs> we all know you're not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not closing the door on this possibility. Uh, yeah, well, not closing. Why don't you give it's... double the wins to anyone who picks the game they go to? Mm. It's not bad. That would be cool. I'm picking the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs backups against the Chargers. I think we'll play our defense. I do, too. I like the Chiefs backups against the Chargers. 
whoever there is. I think they're sad over there. I also think uh, Chiefs are so deep at defensive back, it's Mm -hmm. absurd. And and on the D-line a little bit. But if Mahomes is as good as we know he is, and this offense is as bad as we know it is, removing Mahomes, like how are the Chiefs going to score? I think we got to – I think – Blaine Gabbert and MVS better get on the same page because they're going to be playing together. I think Kelsey's going to play one drive, get 1,000 yards, score a touchdown. Not on <laughs> yeah, that drive, yeah. but he's yeah, 16 yeah. away. Yeah, he's just going to blow and them wide like, open, and then we'll sit everybody, and Blaine Gabbert and MVS can test their chemistry for their upcoming XFL debut. Yeah, maybe I'm, Gabbert's going to be near the ocean. Maybe he can save someone else's life on a jet ski again. <laughs> what did we define a veggie burger as again? It was both teams go under... 10 points? I think it was 11 points. 11. Because okay. 10 is such a common right. score. So I'm going Chargers veggie burger. You got a 10 to 9 game I like here? A, I like a so 10 to 9 game. So both teams don't. I think we, I think even in these games where we sit our starters, we end up with 13 points. I think Richie James either fumbles and the Chargers score on that punt, or he returns a punt for a touchdown in this game. I, he, you should start the Chargers DST if you're one of those week 18 fantasy weirdos. Chargers veggie burger, please. Great. Broncos at Raiders. Raiders. Is this game in a stadium? It's Raiders. In, yeah, it's a, in the Raiders uh, outdoor. The Broncos, conflict. nothing to play oh, no, for, and they're all mad at their team. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're mad. Yeah, at, for some reason, they're mad at at Russell Wilson getting <laughs> screwed over. Yeah, he I mean, did. Was, he did get screwed over. It, just one year ago. We were all making fun of Russell Wilson because his team thought he was a joke. Now his now these new teammates are defending him. It's and crazy. Russell Wilson him. did get screwed over, but also he keeps being the only remaining link to all of these weird situations where he gets screwed over. Yeah, that's true. It, the common denominator is always Russ. Um, but I did I did hear his uh, little locker room conference where he was talking about it and he was very candid Mm -hmm. and he said i signed a seven-year deal we're in year two i inherited a team that was like four and 13 we're pretty good this season we're about 500 exactly like it's a process i was looking forward to building this team into a champion it seems like if you look at it through that lens, I was like, yeah, he kind of was starting to do that. Yeah, but that's not what the NFL is anymore. They're right. not going to give you seven years. Pretty much ev- everyone on his team but him regressed. Yeah, don't be a And then they shit. still improved. They need to get rid of you to gain some kind of leverage in the draft so they can re- overhaul their entire team. It, you really are like you have to nail down having a quarterback in the second year of his contract mm. who's great or you start over. Yeah, I mean, much. Russ is just too much of a lightning rod. He should have known that. I agree that he got screwed over, but, like, who's not laughing at Russ Wilson getting screwed over? It's fine. Uh, Raiders for me as well. Eagles at Giants. Uh, I'll take the Eagles. I don't know why. I don't know why we're doing that, but sure. Well, because who's – I mean, well, I I don't know. Actually, Tyrod might cut you guys up. It's just like Kyler. Mm. They – and the Giants' defensive scheme confuses us because they don't give a fuck. They just do crazy shit all game. This is tasty, but I'll stay with the Eagles. Yeah. Okay, Jamel will pick the Giants. Rams at Niners. (laughs) Niners have nothing to play for. So and Rams. the Rams do, yeah, Rams. Yeah, I think the Rams are going to win too. The Rams are kind of good. If this is a, if this is somehow a rematch in the divisional, it's like the only interesting team that could beat the Niners. Um, Cowboys at Commanders. Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, the Commanders aren't like whether they have something to play for or not will lose by thirty points. I don't think they've ever had anything to play for <laughs> since their Joe Theismann's leg broke. 
Yeah, I'm going Commanders here. Okay. So did Jamel. Okay. <laughs> uh, I just think it's they know Ron Rivera is getting fired, and they're like, hey, let's just win one for Ron. <laughs> the Cowboys. Let's go win one for the Gipper, otherwise he'll yeah. scream at us when he gets the job. <laughs> the Cowboys could potentially lose their seating. Yes. So, They'll lose the division right, if they right, don't win this game. All right, okay. They as long play as you know. bad on the road. As long yeah. as the Cowboys are bad on the road. As long as you're of sound mind making these picks. <laughs> uh, Bill's a Dolphins Sunday Night Football. This is a win and you're in. Bill win. Berger. Bill. Bill Berger. Whoa, yeah, dude. You guys, you guys out. Like stand up. Whoa. Right? Bill Berger. Yeah. Mm. Hey, you guys see this, Bills? That's you Bill. guys see That's this? Bill. Hey, well, they scored forty points. That's Bill Berger. That's really good. That is good. I don't even want to attempt it again because I, it can't be better than that. So I'm we're just all, picking the Bills. Yeah. We're all out on the Dolphins this year as well, like a threat. They, they just keep, they still might beat the fucking Chiefs in the first game of the playoffs, yeah, they, I which bet, is honestly I, my least favorite scenario. Yeah, it's. Not I fun. love it. I mean, them beating us is a least favorite. I would. I, I, I love the matchup. I think I do too. We defensively we match up really well against their secondary. There's and nothing offensively that we can move the ball against them Tyreek, somewhat. Gets more upset at physical at the line of scrimmage than anything else. And oh, Jerry Sneed is like, I'm going to commit four penalties before you're three yards down the field, and they can't call him every time. Waddle's hurt. Howard's hurt. Both of their starting pass rushers gone for the season. It's I, the only game we can win. I have never seen I, – I don't watch the Dolphins a ton, but Tua is not good under no. pressure. Nope. It's like really – he is almost like a if you have like an older cousin play all-time quarterback. Where it's yeah. just the, it is all dependent on speed and the weapons and like it, if he if he holds the ball over a second half it's crazy and he doesn't like it when it's cold. No, and guess where it's cold. He also uses the wrong hand. I, it, it's weird to watch. It honestly is like a, a tough. So to watch did that Washington quarterback? I watched that game. That oh uh, yeah, Penix. Yeah. I don't need another one of these guys in the league. <laughs> <laughs> left-handed people. Yeah. Lefty guys I am, who just bomb it. Biased. Against left-handed people. Is it better to have a left-handed quarterback because you can invest at right tackle, which is a cheaper position? I do think there are some Is there something weird advantages to that? like that? Yeah. It's like a matchup It's a thing. similar to that Australian punter that uh, – um, who who did the Chiefs just play? The Bengals. Or no. Mylata? Someone has no. an Australian punter. It might have even just been the college game, but his kicks go opposite because he kicked an Australian mm. rules football. And, and it's they're weird like for teams people punt that, yeah. or teams fumble more. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I, I don't know why we invested in a right tackle so much and not in a left tackle. Then because maybe we, we thought it meant correct. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it's mailbag time. Sure is. You've got mail every single week, and actually this week we had uh, some some listener contributions. Even though this listener found a piece of mail from somebody else and forwarded it to us, it was still a nice thing to do. It's a it's a little long. I'm, not, I'm just going to say this right now. It's, it's a little fucking long. All right. But, Do you uh, want to save it for last? Yeah, we'll save it for last. All right, I'll uh, go first. Danny, I'll mine's also long, just so you know. All right. <laughs> uh, well, I'll just grab mine from the bottom of the bag really quickly. Uh, hey, guys, love the show. This is David Tepper, owner of the Carolina Panthers, and I wanted to come on the hottest NFL podcast in the Riverside, California area oh. to make my apology to the good people of Jacksonville. Cameras caught me at last Sunday's game throwing a drink which landed on some spectators in the stands. And to those affected by my actions, I am truly sorry. The fans in Jacksonville are some of the finest people on earth, and they didn't deserve to be covered in alcohol, which I'm certain they're not used to. Especially after they spent a half year's salary working as a public security guard on their tickets, drove their ATVs all the way to the stadium, and bravely snuck in handles of fireball underneath their girlfriend's fupas. I sincerely apologize for my lack of uh, lapse of judgment, 
which robbed you of your abundant amounts of dignity. And I hope that your city can forgive and embrace me as you have to so many child molesters and bath salt dealers. Thank you, and give my best to your distinguished mayor, one of the gators from the movie Crawl. <laughs> Signed, David Tepper. Um, thanks for writing in. Uh, and also, yeah, have you ever seen a, a, a owner of a sports franchise act like a petulant little bitch? I think so. I'm sure they all do it, but <laughs> I've never seen them... In person, usually they like. As a Chiefs fan, our owner has like Zuckerberg energy. Oh, yeah. he's got no charisma at all. Hey, oh, how Riz. about those Kansas City Chiefs? Boy, I love it when he, they make him do, or maybe he decides to do it. But in the beginning of every season, he does a pump up speech for the season to the team. Man, I could be. Yeah, I, I that's about as pumped up as. But I'll take that over mattress. like everyone trying to be Mark Cuban. Yeah, I do. I think, I think that's what Tepper's doing too. He's trying to be the 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 guy the. Jerry Jones, the, you know, I'm the owner slash GM slash coach slash fan. Kyle, you got a letter? Yeah. <clears throat> Top of the bag. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, guys, sports media person Jason Whitlock here. Oh. <laughs> Big fan of the show. You guys remind me of my favorite comedy outlet, the Babylon Bee. <laughs> I'm writing into I'm writing into you guys to hopefully get my message out there to a wider audience. As you may have seen online, I've become the victim of identity theft and widespread <laughs> misinformation about my browsing history. I was simply trying to read ESPN.com to see football standings, and an ad popped up for a birthday card that says, Balls deep inside of me is a great way to spend your birthday. People at X.com are claiming that the ad is related to your browser history, but as a Christian man, that's impossible. This is just another attempt by the liberal lamestream media to portray a God-fearing media titan as lesser than. And as I made it clear in a follow-up tweet that is definitely not more incriminating, I wasn't searching for birthday cards. So why would this pop up? Also, if you could help me understand these other ads I've seen and why they'd pop up, that'd be great. When I go to PFF.com, I see an ad for a hat that says, I love tired MILFs who don't text back. <laughs> and when I go to FoxSports.com, I see an ad for tiny leather dom daddy harness straps for hamsters. Anyways, thanks for the tech help. Love the part of the show when you guys are sad, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't too long. No, that wasn't too long at all. Um, Jason Whitlock. Do we know other uh, sports personalities that did the grift that he did Dude. clay travis when, clay when travis he left sure, Kansas sure. City, everyone was just like okay yeah <laughs> what, what like, like what <laughs> like it was a shocking moment oh he got fired from the Kansas City star great for a bigger job uh, it was weird he was actually the first sports personality i even knew of like when i really understood that oh guys just talk about the team on the radio he was it and i thought that's i thought he was a normal guy yeah and then the grift started and uh you know, I, you almost follow them for a little bit until you realize what's going he on. He has like 40 tweets defending his search history saying he wasn't looking up birthday cards, so why is that there? <laughs> it's in, It's absolutely insane. I think he jerks off. I'm just going to go out on a limb. Yeah. Feels too laborious for him, but. <laughs> I guess you'd have to reach. But he could have like a, one of those, uh, you know, back scratchers. That, sure. That, Things yeah. old people grocery shop with. Yeah. Well, he's got a micro penis, so he just needs a little pincer on the top. Um, hey, so here's a letter that Thomas Sterling, listener of the show, thanks for listening, Thomas, uh, passed along a letter from Joe Flacco. This is a first in show history. It is. We usually go into the bag, but this was sent to us 
by a fan of the show. This is how old Joe Express. Flacco is, is he didn't know how to get this letter here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here, here's what Joe wrote in. Uh, hey, guys, big fan of the show. The audio quality of your podcast brings me back to my college radio days at Delaware. Go fighting blue hens. Lowell's JK. Love listening to you guys and wanted to send a letter to fill you in on the secret to my success this year. Most people assume I'm back playing in the NFL because I love to sling it and my passion for the game hasn't faded even though I'm 38 years old. The real truth is my passion for the game evaporated years ago when I secured the bag to the tune of 120 million in 2013 after my oh. Super Bowl win and being named MVP. After that, I chased a different kind of greatness, throwing 22 interceptions next season and inspired guys like Jameis Winston years down the road. No, the real reason I'm back in the NFL is because I can't stand to be around my wife and five kids, especially during the holidays. I figured November and December were the perfect months to skip town and dust off the old God-given rocket of an arm I was blessed with and toss some tutties with the boys. Away games and film study are the perfect excuse to ditch responsibilities around the house. Help with the dishes and put the kids to bed. Sorry, honey. Me and my bro Amari are going to go run some routes in the backyard. Do you know how miserable it is to try and organize five kids into matching sweaters for a holiday photo shoot? I'd rather... I'd rather have some of these holiday memories forever erased with some good old-fashioned CTE. (laughs) Sorry, Joe, I didn't read that perfectly. Uh, Another benefit of being back in the league is being able to get some uninterrupted sleep without being bothered by anyone. That little nap I got to take on the sideline while my defense dismantled the Jets was just what the doctor ordered. Don't worry about me, fellas. Just resting my eyes. Wink. I was sleeping. (laughs) Anyway, the old ball and chain wants me to mow the lawn, so I'm going to go sneak out to Starbucks and use their Wi-Fi without buying anything while repeatedly asking for the bathroom code every 10 minutes because my memory isn't what it used to be. See you all next season. Signed, Joey Flacco. Wow. Joey. Joey. Is that what he's known around the house? I don't know. I don't know. That's what he signed it. Uh, he hates his family. Yeah, and you know, I'm, I mean, obviously this has nothing to do with your friend Thomas who just delivered us the letter, but is your friend Thomas also a dad? Because it sounds like he's a pretty, he's, I'm getting a vibe of, uh, you know, a couple of guys who don't like their families very much. I think he relates to Joe. I think yeah. that's why he passed it along. I can see that. I can see it as well. Um, Danny, final thoughts on the week? You know, it's over and it's gone too soon this whole season. Now we're God, in the damn. week 18 blues and we're about to go into the playoffs and uh, let's just fucking, let's just, Let's just say we will do another season of this show, but goddamn, is it an ass ache sometimes? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, we don't have to get too into it, but sure, it, it's a lot for Kyle specifically. For Kyle, for sure. Yeah. Um, my final thought of the week is Michael Vick just tweeted out that the Eagles aren't done and they're going to make a run this season with a picture of Jalen Hurts. Mm, Michael Vick. Michael Vick said right. that. <laughs> do you guys believe him? Yeah, shit, man. That guy knows a, a fighting dog when he sees one. <laughs> they are going to be dogs in most of these games, I would imagine. Uh, Kyle, what's your final thought on the week? Hey, everyone have a good time out there. You should have done that in the uh, Bill Burr voice. Hey, everybody have a good time out there. <laughs> Damn, that is pretty uh, good. And God, it's so funny to read Jason Whitlock's tweets defending this. I need to get into this post-show. Uh, see you guys at SoFi. Yeah, sorry, Jamel. (laughs) Sorry, Jamel. You have to come. (laughs) 